If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The annual 4th of July fireworks show at the Sonoma Marin Fairgrounds in Petaluma is not going to happen this year. The city's Parks and Recreation Department canceled the show, blaming the drought and climate concerns and issues with the fireworks operator. Officials say there have been issues with the supply chain and with the operator fulfilling contractual obligations for the past several weeks and months. The Petaluma Parks and Recreation Department say it's exploring alternative ways to celebrate the 4th of July, and Petaluma has banned all fireworks since June of 2020. Amazon plans to hold a second Prime Day shopping event later this year. It will be the first time Amazon holds not only one, but two shopping events exclusively for Prime members in the same year. So it's going to be called the Prime Fall Deal Event, and it doesn't have an official date yet. By the way, Amazon Prime Day is on July 12th. Well, right now, Morgan Wallen is celebrating because he just scored his sixth number one hit with his song Wasted on You. I've wasted on you. Wasted on You takes over for Parmalee's Take My Name. Take My Name used to be the number one song in country music until right now. Wasted on You is featured on Morgan Wallen's album Dangerous, the double album, and follows Morgan's fifth chart-topping hit, Sand in My Boots, which went number one in late February of this year. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. What food is the ultimate all-you-can-eat meal? Now, for me, it's sushi, and all-you-can-eat sushi wasn't something I was exposed to until I moved to Sonoma County. And I am so glad that I was exposed to all-you-can-eat sushi because it, it is my favorite treat to myself. Like, when I need to take myself out to go do something, I eat all-you-can-eat sushi. But when I eat all-you-can-eat sushi, I gotta have a game plan. I will actually not eat for, like, a day and a half before I go and gorge myself on all-you-can-eat sushi. It's like a game plan, because when I walk in to all-you-can-eat sushi, I have like a headband on, I have sweatbands on my wrist. I am ready to go. It is like a full day. You know how on Thanksgiving, you don't eat all day in preparation for the meal? I do the same exact thing for all-you-can-eat sushi. I did it last night, and I already won it again. <laughs> what is the ultimate all-you-can-eat food? Getting some great responses on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Delma from Petaluma said king crab legs. And Steve from Napa said ribs. Paula from Santa Rosa said mint chocolate chip ice cream. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. I was today years old when I found out. It's time to learn a little something something. We don't have to be in school to learn. Maybe you can take something you learned from the show and you can tell it to a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a loved one. Let's get it things started. I was today years old when I found out. There are approximately 20 quintillion animals living on Earth. That's 20 billion billion, which is two, followed by 19 zeros. I was today years old when I found out. The term Big Bang Theory was coined by a British scientist in 1949, who actually hated it and was trying to mock it, and now it's the name of one of the biggest shows in television history. 
I was today years old when I found out. The red phone, that's a direct connection from the Pentagon to Russia, has never been red or even been a phone. It was originally a teletype machine, then a fax machine, and now it's just an email account. <laughs> I was today years old when I found out. Believe it or not, InSync made a cameo in Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones. George Lucas's daughter loved InSync, so he put them in the background of a scene, but they were cut out of the final version. I was today years old when I found out. Looney Tunes cartoons were originally created by Warner Brothers as a way to showcase new music. Obviously, the cartoons themselves became much more popular and no one really cared about the music. I was today years old when I found out. Yes! The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. What strange thing did you put in the washing machine? So, a woman named Ashley, she lives in Conway, Arizona. She's going viral right now because she washes her vegetables and her washing machine. And she's posting videos of herself stuffing her washing machine with vegetables and vinegar. And uh, <laughs> Ashley says the vegetables come out clean after one wash and rinse cycle. Well, I certainly hope so. But I would never do that. I would never wash my vegetables in the washing machine. I do say that, and I won't try that, I promise you. But when I was a kid, I was running late to school one day, and my mom had me wash my hair in the washing machine. Uh, you know, it was one of those types of washing machines back in the day where I could just open the lid and water would still be running. She said, just run your hair underneath it, throw some shampoo. We, we got to get to school. So I washed my hair real quick, and yeah, I did go back to school. And then people probably threw my head in the toilet <laughs> after that. Mandy from Rona Park, what is the strangest thing you've heard of someone putting something in the washing machine? This girl put a lampshade into the washing machine and thought that would work to clean it. Oh, no. Put a lampshade down in there, and it destroyed the lampshade. So it just went all over, bent the frames, tore the material, everything. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. A little girl from South Carolina was flying home with her parents from overseas when she lost a tooth. And I mean, really lost it. It fell out on the plane and they couldn't find it. But then the pilot stepped up and wrote her a note. The note said, Dear Tooth Fairy, Lena had a tooth fall out on her flight to Greenville. Please take this note in place of her tooth. Then he signed it, Captain Josh. <laughs> Shout out to Captain Josh, knowing what to do in that situation, and I bet the Tooth Fairy appreciated that note, and so did Lena. A 100-year-old charity shop volunteer from Scotland spends four hours a day traveling to and from work and still does it to this day. So here's David Fluckers, St. Columba's hospice shop co-workers, talking about his amazing work ethic. I'm 35 and I just don't know how David does at 99 years old. I think he's an inspiration that, you know, I think keeps you young to keep going and doing something. Personally, just uh, two and a half years clear of cancer myself. So he's obviously raising funds for uh, a very, very good cause. He focuses on the future 
and that's a really important message I think for any age every day he looks forward to the day ahead and what's ahead of him Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. Are you for or against team building exercises at work? If this sounds like a scene from the TV show The Office, it's because it was actually a scene in The Office. So 25 people in Switzerland had to be treated for burns after a team-building exercise where they had to walk across hot coals occurred. (laughs) So 13 of them were taken to a hospital with severe burns to their feet, and the other 12 were treated by paramedics at the scene. They were at some sort of private retreat by a lake, and it's not clear what went wrong or how so many people got burned that badly. And you hear stories like that and you think to yourself, are all team building exercises bad? I mean, of course, not nearly as bad as that situation over there in Switzerland. But situations like that just purely shock and confuse me. Why would any workplace think it's a good idea to have their employees walk over hot coal? And then I think about on the flip side of the coin, though. I think about people like Tim McGraw. I know that Tim McGraw does full team workouts when he is on tour, and I think that is awesome. But I'm not sure if I would categorize that as team building exercises. I don't know. Additionally, when uh, it's actual exercise, but maybe it's not like team building exercises. I also just think when, you know, you get team building exercise and become mandatory, it seems a little bit odd to me. Now, I'm not a businessman or anything, but one time I had a boss make me play hacky sack with my coworkers, and I had to play for like an hour, even though I've never played hacky sack before, and I was horrible, we were horrible, and it was just a bad time. So do you like the idea of team building, or would you rather have just more natural team building without the exercises include? Give us a call, 707-636-1467. Yep. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What small gesture makes a huge impact? Now, I'm the type of person that holds a door open for people. It's just how I was raised. But generally, people don't say thank you. And I'm used to that. I don't hold the door open for people just to get praise or anything like that. But yesterday, a woman actually said thank you and smiled. And weirdly enough... It kind of made my day. I don't think we smile and say thank you enough. And it honestly kind of surprised me for a second. She smiled at me and said, thank you very much, young man. And I think that's something we can all be a little bit better at, including me. I should probably say thank you, please, more often. It's the small gestures that make a huge impact. What small gesture makes a huge impact in your life? Reach out to you on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. Tim from Santa Rosa said, always attempt to leave things better than you found them. If everyone did this, imagine how much better everyone's quality of life would be. Debbie from Windsor says, telling a person they are appreciated. And Mark from Ukiah said, pay it forward, buying the person behind you in a drive-thru. Yeah, see, it's the little things that add up that make the world a better place. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale 
on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Becky. Becky has a Nest camera that watches outside of her house, and Barry Martindale, of course, is going to find a problem with it. Hello? Hi, is this Becky? Uh, yes. My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about a camera that you have outdoors. I understand it's a Nest camera. Uh, yeah, I have one. I'm calling on behalf of the neighbor across the street. My client is very concerned about this camera because we went into your camera system. We have access through Nest, and you can actually see inside of my client's home. I'm sorry, you accessed my Nest camera? I absolutely did, and we hacked into your system, and we could actually see the family eating dinner around 6.05 p.m. last night. And you know what? Sometimes the dad just wants to eat with his shirt off, and we don't need you creeping. Okay, I didn't even watch the footage. I wasn't home at that time. I can't believe that you hacked into my system. That should be illegal. You're going to have to owe my client about $1,500 because of privacy laws, and we're going to also have to take you to civil court regarding other lawsuits. I I don't... I, I, I didn't... I'm not trying to spy on anyone. This is ridiculous. I My camera's out there so I can see when I get packages and and, and if anything is going on outside of my house. I'm not trying to look into anyone else's house. How would you feel if you were eating dinner and someone could watch you? Well, I wouldn't feel great, but I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What's the most expensive catastrophe your kid ever caused. So Ben Affleck's 10-year-old son recently hopped into the driver's seat of a Lamborghini. You know, very casual. (laughs) I'm 25 years old and I've still never been in a Lamborghini. Well, I'm also not Ben Affleck's son. Uh, So he, the son placed the car in reverse and hit another vehicle. No damage uh, was done. Nobody else was injured. And the yellow Lamborghini was rented. And now that is an expensive mistake. What was the kid doing in the driver's seat? And this reminds me so much, I mean, in a way less expensive fashion. In the summers, I would be around construction sites a lot, and I was around another kid. (laughs) Now that I think about it, this is like the worst kid's daycare ever. You know, being around nails and structures and ladders. Uh, But Adam was another kid that was (laughs) drugged to these construction sites when we were kids. And uh, we just hang around. And he, his dad had a Harley Davidson, and he would play on the Harley Davidson. You know, the engine would be off, of course. Um, but he would, like, you know, jump around, act like he was riding it. And one day, he actually tipped the Harley over and scratched it, damaged it, dented it. And whoo, I ran away so quick. <laughs> I wanted none of that action. And I'm guessing that's a ton of money, but uh, Ken from Petaluma, have you ever had a situation like this? Well, I was pouring a two-car new dr- driveway. Very expensive. Concrete is very expensive. Right. Had it all finished, and while I was gone, my children, along with a couple of neighbor kids, decided to run through the driveway. And oh, no. in the end, there was no patch in it. It had to be all jackhammered, tore out, and we poured again for the total cost of about 18,000. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. 
Froggy 92.9. What is your favorite 4th of July tradition? Here is Thomas Retz. My girls love to put red, white, and blue face paint on. Lauren usually puts them in like a American flag ballerina outfit, and uh, they love watching fireworks. They love grilling hot dogs and making s'mores, and we usually do it out at our farm with like 150 people. Getting a lot of great responses on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. What is your favorite 4th of July tradition? Mandy from Santa Rosa said it was going to the fairgrounds to watch the fireworks, but that has been canceled this year. I'm looking forward to it in 2023, though. Rick from Roner Park said, I have a barbecue at my house every year with all of my relatives. And Nikki from Cloverdale said, hot dogs. My husband only makes grilled hot dogs on the 4th of July, and it's my favorite part of the holiday. LOL. That's what Nikki from Cloverdale said. And Nikki, you got to eat hot dogs more. It's okay. You can eat hot dogs on more days than just 4th of July. (laughs) Sometimes I eat multiple times a week. No shame in your game. Um, A tradition that I miss from 4th of July is my mom used to make me wear those Old Navy 4th of July t-shirts every single year. And she used to tell me all the time, you can't leave the house until you're wearing your Old Navy shirt. You're not going to enjoy the 4th of July unless you're wearing your shirt. And now I don't go anywhere and it's probably because I don't wear that 4th of July shirt. Maybe I'm cursed now. (laughs) If I ever have kids, I'm making them wear the dang shirt out of principle. (laughs) Just for you, mom. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack, Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie, because it's headline in a haystack. Jason from Lake County, are you ready to play headline in a haystack? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to read you three headlines, okay? you got to guess which one is real, and just for playing, you're going to win tickets to see the chicks. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here's headline number one. Man runs over own leg so he can call out of work. Headline number two. Bacon-scented cologne hits shelves. And here's headline number three. Man arrested for stealing food out of work fridge. I'll say number two. Bacon-scented cologne. That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. Thank you. Here's the story. Tyson is selling a new bacon-scented cologne called Right Number 100. It sells for 20 bucks, and the cologne smells like bacon, applewood, sandalwood, and maple syrup. Now, Jason, would you try this bacon-scented cologne? Yeah, I just might. (laughs) Well, thank you for playing headline in a haystack. You are seeing the chicks at the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 30th, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, Foggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9.